A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. My very good friends, on today's wrestling news we have lots and lots of new details on nuclear backstage heat on Charlotte Flair in WWE. A major update on Impact Wrestling trying to bring in two former WWE stars. A former WWE title holder has made their in-ring debut at AEW's Dark Tapings. And WWE are reportedly planning to bring back a legend this week. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. We're going to kick things off by talking Ooh. about Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, this story keeps rumbling on lots of developments. So, obviously, you know the drill by now. You're switched on. You're, you're, you're a wrestling fan who pays attention to the news. But quick summary. Bunch of stuff erupting last week. Belt swap on SmackDown. Charlotte concerned, reportedly, about looking weak in that. She dropped the title. There was a backstage confrontation between her and Becky Lynch, with one report suggesting that Charlotte was asked to leave the building. Whole deal unfolding here, but we got some new details courtesy of Wade Keller of Pro Wrestling Torch, PW Torch, who went into a lot of detail on the matter, having consulted several sources. And, uh... Not looking great for Charlotte coming out of this situation. Uh, Keller stated explicitly that the impression that he got or, or, or what people told him was that none of the women want to work with her. That's a direct quote from his audio here. Uh, that means in matches, segments, and seemingly whatever else in WWE. Um, Keller stated that none of the people here, and he stresses that these people are not anti-Charlotte or agenda-driven or anything like that. None of them defended Flair in the Becky Lynch situation here. Uh, one even went as far as calling Lynch a hero for standing up uh, to Charlotte in that situation. Another one stated that Charlotte behaves this way uh, with colleagues and management. Uh, her behavior causes issues with colleagues and management, uh, essentially stating that she was being difficult in this situation and Lynch just decided hey I'm not going to take this anymore uh, there's a lot more here so I'll try and rattle through it as much as possible uh, continuing Keller noted Flair's reputation for flat out being difficult uh, feeling that she should be treated on a different level a higher level a top level mm. uh, compared to everyone else unfortunately for Charlotte however she lacks the necessary clout and isn't putting herself across well backstage locker room universally believes that Flair only looks out for herself and not others which extends to not wanting to sell for people People in the ring and this kind of seeks into the recent Nia Jax match that we spoke mm. about on here uh, Charlotte didn't like what was planned for it according to this report uh, and you know the whole thing fell apart now apparently Flair believes she can get away with such behavior as WWE's roster depth isn't strong enough for them to punish her uh, with Keller noting that if they were to punish her at the moment say take her off TV for example that would significantly weaken Smackdown she is of course the Smackdown women's champion after the belt swap uh, people 
people who used to be close to Flair uh, apparently don't even recognize her anymore. And the former, well, former, the multi-time women's champion has mm. isolated herself from her peers. She's in a world of her own backstage, according to all this. Uh, she is questioning decisions and not and worried about not being portrayed on a higher level. It sounds very much like she's trying to protect her spot, mm. perceives her star power to be of a certain level. Uh, and other wrestlers have called her behavior ungracious and paranoid. So, you know my opinion on belt swaps, um, but obviously this situation is far greater than any one on-air segment in WWE. Um, what do you reckon of this? Well, yeah, the belt exchange or whatever you want to call it is dumb, but that doesn't excuse yeah. this. It's such a shame to hear this, because like yeah. you say, when you hear about people not wanting to work with her, I mean, Charlotte Flair, for the last few years, has always been the person that you suddenly connect the dots and realise every person's best match on the main roster was had with Charlotte Flair. And yet, now, it sounds like this, that a lot of her success has gone to her head. Look, if you've got that many championship reigns and you're clearly such a figurehead mm. for the company and a, a person that, if they think, oh, God, what are we going to do with the title? Let's just put it on Charlotte again. It does make sense that maybe her head may well grow, but to have, like like you say so many different people backstage yeah. say that she is so isolated and you know I hear stories in the way you're describing that and obviously your mind goes back to like classic Hogan backstage shenanigans and manoeuvring and what have you I just think it's a real shame this yeah. because obviously she's one of the most talented female wrestlers in the world WWE are lucky to have her but you never want to hear about someone not necessarily holding other people down but certainly wanting to protect themselves at all costs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and when you hear a report like this where they've cle Wade's clearly consulted a bunch of different people on the matter, you know, when it's just one person's word against another, you're like, okay, it's whatever, whatever. Mm, it's yeah. he said, she said. But in this case, it does seem quite overwhelmingly stacked in one direction. Uh, there was a report that came out. There have been a bunch of different things on this whole situation from TalkSport, Fightful Select, PW Insider, all kinds of things going on here. Um, but it's a really difficult for Charlotte situation for Charlotte to be in because if she's made kind of like a pariah of herself backstage that's not going to be a fun working environment at the same time what the hell did WWE do who the hell knows I guess we'll find out as time passes on mm. maybe they'll do nothing at all but we'll see how this thing pans out uh, of course Survivor Series is coming up and if things stay the way they are her and Becky would be wrestling each other on that show if they do the brand warfare thing so Awkward days ahead. Yeah, very intriguing. More on that as well when we get to the Twitter questions a little bit later on. But let's talk about the fallout from Bound for Glory. Impact Wrestling's pay-per-view went down this weekend. The big story, of course. The inspiration are your new female tag team, knockouts tag team champions. Moose is world champion yeah. as well. Get in. Congratulations to Moose. Former WCPW star. Always knew he had it in him. Another cash-in, though. I love like a cash-in. We're very doing very Seven of those in the past week, it feels. More cash-ins. Cash-in every goddamn night. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about them trying to bring in former WWE stars. Uh, a couple of really intriguing reports, both coming from Fightful Select. No crap. Just Sap. Sean Ross Sap of Fightful Select, of course. Uh, Impact Wrestling working incredibly hard by the sounds of things to get two former WWE WWE stars, formerly known as Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt, you probably would have already guessed it. Uh, they're trying to bring them in. 
Uh, some people actually backstage thought Braun Strowman may well be involved in Bound for Glory. That hasn't been the case, quite obviously. <laughs> um, and in terms of Bray Wyatt, his contract hasn't, his 90 day no compete hasn't run out. That runs out late October. So he could well pop up in the coming weeks, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. Also, former NXT star Bronson Reed was apparently scheduled to be a part of Bound for Glory. Uh, again, another fight for select report. And then they, no word why, unbucked him. So he was probably <laughs> going to be involved in that call your shot gauntlet match that Moose won and went on to cash in at the end of the show. Uh, but Impact Wrestling making moves for WWE stars and all people, including Bronson Reed, I'd say Andy, who would fit in really well there, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. And I think with Impact, there's definitely a real need to, to bring people and you can bring eyes to that product, right? Uh, Bron and Bray especially, I think, certainly fit that bill. Like, Wyatt's following is, like, his got this really devoted large following mm. uh, particularly online and everything else so it'll be interesting to see if he did go there how that would translate what that would do for them everything else but uh, it's an exciting time to see wrestlers have so many options on the table these days it's not just a simple case of hey everyone's going to AEW it's like no impact are over here mm. and maybe when the world gets a bit more normal New Japan and all these other things I think it's uh, New Japan's pretty cursed right now but like yeah, we can yeah it certainly is uh, but Shabata's back so everything's okay hey hey there we go alright shall we talk about uh, Tony Tiny knees. Tony and his tiny Tony knees. knees. Let's talk about it. Tony knees. He was ringside, of course, at uh, Dynamite this Saturday. Very takeover move. That I was like, hey, it's Tony knees. He's a free <laughs> yes. agent. It felt like an old school takeover. Um, but he actually debuted in the ring for AEW yesterday at the Dark Tapings Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida. Here he is. He's looking great. Oh, he? still looking got great. the abs, baby. JJ Williams there uh, with the tremendous photograph of Tony knees at these tapings. He worked what sounds like a jobber squash against Demarcio James. Um, no word on whether or not Tony Nese has been signed by AEW yet, but he's free to do whatever the heck he wants. His non-compete clause is up. He left WWE earlier this year. Great abs. Yeah, great abs. Great abs. And a phenomenally talented wrestler, we should say, as well. Uh, I think he'd be a fantastic pickup, and it would probably also work better because, let's be honest, AEW book smaller guys, not to, you know, diminish anything I'm talking about when it goes to regards to that, you know, type of performer they certainly seem to put them a lot better than WWE mm. I think he's incredibly talented the stuff he did with like Buddy Murphy and when you think back about you know all that cruiserweight stuff I think he could definitely do a job and like you say I'd pay money just for those abs on my television show yeah. if, if it all goes to pot they can just project the show onto his abs so you know, there's 3 million viewers a week there's your answer right there uh, right let's conclude by talking about that legend that WWE are looking to book reportedly legend. he's a legend in my eyes <laughs> look I never promised anything else uh, the boogeyman Look, what time of year is it? Of course, they are looking to reportedly book the boogeyman. This report coming from Dave Meltzer in the latest Figure Four Online Wrestling Observer daily update. Look, they haven't got a show scheduled for Halloween, which goes down this Sunday, the spookiest of Sundays, Andy. Spooky, actually. Oh, don't. But there is, of course, Halloween Havoc going down on Tuesday night. It looks like a great show on paper, or certainly one you're not going to be able to look away from, I'll say. Yeah. Now, of course, they do have that thing with Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, Dexter Loomis, uh, and Johnny Gargano. They've stolen his title, Carmelo uh, Hayes' title, and they are uh, trying to get it back by going to a haunted house. One would suspect if they're going to do boogeyman stuff, it may well go down there. Yeah. 
some worms are going to get eaten, basically. Yeah, you think if you're going to book Boogeyman on Halloween week, you'd do it on Halloween Havoc, wouldn't you? Uh, although, who knows? Maybe he'll turn up on SmackDown and just beat Roman Reigns or something. <laughs> who the heck knows? He's beating everyone else. He might as well job to the Boogeyman. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Looks incredible for his age, Boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, the, I mean, this guy, when he came into the WWE system, famously lied about his age and said, hey, I'm 30. And they were like, no, you're 40. He's 56 now, the Boogeyman. If I look that when I'm 50, say I'm 34 and I don't even look like that. So fair play to him. Uh, looking forward to seeing somebody chomping down on some tasty, tasty worms because that's what I tune in for my wrestling show. Yes, eat, eat some worms, smash a clock over your head, cash the check. He's the Boogeyman and they're going to book him. So that's what the report is anyway. Before we get onto the Twitter questions, quick reminder, of course, we are doing that fantastic partnership with oh, Top Rope okay. Brewing. I didn't think it was Yeah, empty. that's from Australia the other day. Delicious beers from Top Rope Brewing. Uh, looking ahead to Survivor Series, or as we're calling it, Survivor Beeries. Unfortunately, again, only available to our viewers here in the UK. But if you want a case of 12 delicious craft beers like this uh, for just £45 and free delivery, all you need to do is click on the link in the description below. Find the What Culture crate. We're doing Survivor Beeries. It's going to be Top Rope Brewing versus What Culture to celebrate five years of Top Rope Brewing as well. I'm not fighting them. Click on, definitely not. Click on the link in the description below, though, and when you get to check out, use the code here's why to get free delivery 45 quid 12 delicious craft beers absolutely well worth checking that out and they'll be with you far in advance of survivor series anyway let's move on to your twitter questions at what culture wwe of course if you want to get in touch with us uh, first question today comes from brandon who says first of all can we get a birthday shout out for doug as he turns three hey. today happy birthday doug doug good the boy. dog good, good boy Doug and second after the backstage incident from Charlotte do you think she's pushing to get out of WWE just wanting to embarrass Becky or what oh man I, I feel personally and this is just me speculating and don't take this as anything more than that I think she's just become really really protective of her spot she's like a 7 million time women's champion I think perhaps she looks at that and goes no I need to be protected I can't look weak I can't do this I can't do that blah 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 um, either way, it's not a good situation and something kind of needs to happen about it now. And her other half, you know, having great matches with Pat yes. on the other show probably doesn't help when she comes home from work and he starts talking about that, let's there just say. But yeah, i, I got to agree with you. I think she's just got a little bit big-headed, but we're just speculating here, of course. Let us know your thoughts in the comments and we'll move on to Purple Snaps question, who says, what's the better option for WWE? Renaming the Women's Championships as the WWE Women's and the Universal Women's Championships, so we don't have to have bloody stupid title swaps, or unifying them, same question for the men's tag belts. Interesting. I, I feel like the women's singles titles, like I like having two of them. I think that's that's fine. Um they, two men's singles titles. Yeah, exactly. You do need to strengthen the lower tiers a little bit, I think, but that's been a problem in WWE for a while now. Um, yeah, I mean, renaming them just the WWE Women's and the Universal Women's is a good way to avoid belt swaps. Also, good way to avoid belt swaps, just book better. Yeah. Don't book yourself it's a in work. a situation. The drafts are work, guys. Exactly, it's not real. You, you, just, you don't have to have people swap brands. And they had opportunities. They you literally had Bianca Belair <laughs> fighting for the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. And people from SmackDown Sasha, yeah. fighting for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Saudi Arabia. 
look, it's not like you didn't see this coming. They always act like, well, we couldn't possibly have planned for this. You schedule it, dickheads. <laughs> yeah, you stupid bams. Um, and for the, as for the men's tag, tag, tag belts, yeah, unify them. Stupid having two. Yeah. Don't need they, it. They hate tag wrestling anyway, right? Yeah. So yeah. There could be some great, you know, cross-brand stuff. And you love breaking up tag teams anyway. There's barely any bloody left. It's just going to be the New Day and the Usos fighting forever, which I'm kind of okay, I'm okay with. okay with that, yeah. But, yeah, just, just unify them because they're stupid and do the same with the women's tag belts and include NXT and all that. Hell, include NXT in the men's tag belts as well. MSK, I love them. I'd love to see them on the main roster as well as the grizzled young veterans. Uh, final question today comes from Jake, 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 who says, with no one really believing The Undertaker is retired, that's true, uh, his retirement is, of course, a work. Uh, who would you like to see Taker's last match be against? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. I don't, want to, I don't need to see The Undertaker wrestle again. I haven't needed to see The Undertaker wrestle for about six years, if I'm being honest. The Boneyard was good. The Graveyard Dogs was awesome. I'm sure there are some other matches I could pick out from the past five or six years or whatever. But nah, for me, it's done. I don't want, need, or require to see him wrestle ever again. I don't believe he's retired either. I completely agree with you. But uh, I don't have like an honest answer for you other than nobody, unfortunately, my friends. Thankfully. I, I, I can see where you're coming from with that, right? I agree. He's say, cooked, he's cooked. He's not retired, he's so right? He, I also think that he should get that proper send-off, not six blokes in a warehouse playing and then the MIDI version of his entrance theme playing at Survivor Series. That was just crap and weird. But I've been giving this some real thought because I know people have talked about it in the past. Oh, it should be Bray Wyatt. Oh, it should be Alistair Black and passing the torch. I think I've worked with some of the guys in the office. I think I've figured out an answer that no one will get angry about, okay? It just puts this whole thing to bed. The Undertaker should have one final match and go out on his back against Nia Jax. There we go. No need to argue anymore. I'm sure the comments will be absolutely lovely with all that. Let's move on to today's and finally. What? And I just love love a bit of a row on Twitter, me, Andy. Eric Bischoff, my bodily functions have more credibility than Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer responds, those who don't have facts at their disposal, use uh, use them. Oh, so those who do have facts against as their disposal, disposal, use them. Those who don't name call, I think we see a pattern. Pick a side, the war's starting again, Andy. Yay! Yeah, Eric Bischoff versus everybody. It's seems Don't. we just have a nice week on Twitter this week please uh, there's no such thing as nice time Twitter is a hellhole that you don't get nice time no because there's like wholesome memes on there and yeah but chunk doggles that yeah, there's also there. like bad bad dudes and weird dudes and other dudes when's the rating stuff coming out from the weekend today yeah let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Cool Dressing on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Going to review SmackDown Rampage and Dynamite and look ahead to Monday Night Raw a little bit later on today. It's a busy old day for the, uh, the podfather over here. But let us know your thoughts on all that, as I said, in the comments. And you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch that follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for Hibs. Unlucky, boys. Hey, you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.